Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and today I'm here with my co-host, Shayna. Hello. Hello. Uh, or should we say, bonjour. Bonjour. Yes, because we have two guests today who are uh, one and a half French. <laughs> <laughs> At least. At least, yeah. A hundred percent French and... A hundred percent American. I'm both. I'm not half and half. I'm 100% each. I uh, see. Right yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Gwen and Charles, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> We're so glad you're here. I don't think we've ever had anyone on the podcast from France before. Here really? you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you represent everybody from France yeah. right now who moves to Sweden. So get it right. <laughs> no pressure. There's going to be a lot no of pressure. complaining. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Gwen, we'll start with you. Where in France are you from? So I'm from uh, Brittany, Bretagne, yes. right? The, the west part of France. And Charles, where are you originally from? Uh, so my French family is from the Loire Valley, and my American family is mostly located around the Washington, D.C., North Carolina area. Okay, mm. and how did you guys meet? In college in France. In college, yes. So a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would not say how long, but uh, yeah. I love this. Nobody can see what's happening right now, but I'm just you two. Like, so who's gonna who's gonna feel this question? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little more detail, perhaps. Um. So yeah, we went to school or to college together. Um, we both studied business and marketing together, and uh, yeah, Gwen did most of the studying. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, Charles, were you living in France or the U.S. for... Um, I, I, I grew up kind of back and forth between the two, but mm -hmm. I did uh, high school and college in France. Okay. Yeah. And how did you guys end up in Sweden? That's a really good question. So, um, we were living in the U.S. Uh, before coming to Sweden, and we wanted to come back to Europe. We were ready to kind of come back to Europe and be closer to our families in, in France. And I had a job opportunity in Sweden. And um, we said, why not? We've never been there. It sounds like a it, fun... It was a little, a little spicier than that. Gwen, the day that Gwen tried to quit her job and told her boss that she was moving to France, her boss said, why don't you go to Sweden instead? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you said... Because it's cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was mostly because, oh, we've never been there and we're always up for a new adventure. Yeah. We are kind of travelers. So I we like um, we just decided, let's, let's check, give it a shot. Let's, let's give it a try. Yeah. Let's try yeah. it. So we uh, we moved the whole family and uh, had never been here before and arrived with uh, a few suitcases on February 1st. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very bad time <laughs> to arrive in Sweden for the first time. Yeah. Uh, yep. And so with uh, a nine-month-old who'd had pneumonia yeah. uh, right oh. off the airplane. Yep. Oh, yep. no. Mm -hmm. So that was a great, um, but great moment. You guys hadn't done any sort of research in the sense like you had never come to Stockholm before. Never come to Stockholm before, but the um, company I worked for, so it's a um, creative agency owned by a Swede. So I had a lot of Swedish colleagues in the U.S. who all thought I was completely crazy because uh, we were in California, right? And it's like, are you sure you want to go to Sweden? It's like, well, yeah. You'll never make any friends, is what they told us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be really hard. And, uh, and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And Charles, how did you take the the news that, oh, hey, we're just going to up and move to Sweden now? Uh, I was... Uh, completely on board from from like literally two seconds after hearing the idea because yeah we we kind of like to do stupid stuff you know <laughs> changing plans on a whim and now it's been five years and you know it's worked out so I just think like I I moved here yeah. and so did Shana and we have Swedish spouses so we had somebody to kind of guide us a little and help us out with how things run and stuff. But how was it? I mean, I guess you had your your work to help you with a few probably paperwork things, but I'm guessing it must have been difficult to figure out a lot of other stuff without yeah. somebody to tell you. The paperwork was a nightmare. It took us forever <laughs> to get a person oh, number. That's funny because I, I was going to say... You don't remember um, that yeah, part? No, that, yeah, it, took, it, it was a lot more complicated than we expected, but I'm also remembering that everything was like clearly explained. Yeah. You know, there, there were processes to follow, and they were long and slow, but uh, like there were no surprises. Well, we got refused our person number the first try. We had to try again. No. Objectively, neither one of us had a job in Sweden. But you don't need it to have a job to get a person number, right? We, we thought we could just uh, walk in and start our lives here being both French citizens. That's because what, it's within the EU. Yeah, right. that's what everyone believes. No, uh, it's a little more complicated <laughs> than that. You have to be an EU taxpayer for that to actually work because that's what they want to see. They don't want to see your oh, passport. They want to see your, your tax records from that other European yep. country. And since we'd been in the US for seven years before that, we weren't current uh, in an EU country. So that's why, that's why our process was a little longer and slower than expected. We were considered American, right? Yeah. Paying tax in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and like having, well, no healthcare, I guess, or like uh, no yeah. European yeah. healthcare, not mm-hmm. belonging to a healthcare system. So yeah, it's a bit more complex when you consider American, because um, mm-hmm. especially also the the banks don't really um, like taking you on board because the U.S. Uh, tax system is very yeah, complex. Yeah, lots of requirements on the and, banks um, yeah. with American customers. <laughs> I mean, isn't it like Avanza won't even have American clients, period, right? Yeah. Because uh, of the complications. We, we, we got yes. a bank account by mistake because the person that, you know, greeted us at SEB was an intern and didn't know that she wasn't supposed to open bank accounts yeah. for Americans. She's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. I'll open you one. So I, so I got one and then Charles yeah. went the next day and she and different person is no, like, no, no, her no. manager, it was the same person. Then she called, oh, uh, and the manager came. So we really weren't supposed to open one for your wife, but, you know, since we have. It's too late. No, yeah. but, but did you get one? Did you get one after that? Uh, it, I, I had to wait until I had a personal number. So several uh-huh. months later. And with immigration, with Skatteverket, uh, it was really funny because when they declined us, they said, yeah, no, we can't give you permanent residency in Sweden at this point, but we're not telling you that you have to leave because you're French citizens, so you can stay here as long as you want. So it's like you're in this kind of gray zone right now. You, yeah. We can't mm-hmm. make you leave. We can't let you stay. So, yeah. you know, just have fun and keep on using your American credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, like you know buying a house or finding a home? Like was that easy or straightforward? Yeah, we we got lucky I think because we managed to kind of get the kids into a school and that, that rent a really house well, actually, without yeah. a person number, which is pretty unusual. But we had like a good mm-hmm. landlord who just like realized that we would pay on time. I guess we mm-hmm. we both had jobs, but then so he wasn't too like specific about the person number in the system mm-hmm. and same with the school they have well every kids in sweden is supposed to go to school so you can't really 
have a kid not going to school. So right. they open. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So even if you don't have, technically you need a person number, but if you don't, they will still accept your kid. So but they uh, get a coordination number, right? Kids kids have a little bit more of a fast track. Yeah, right? and at, at least in, in uh, Naka commune where we were then, the policy was let's get the kids in school and let's figure the rest out later. That's, yeah. that's, that's how great. it should be. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that was good. Mm-hmm. And I think we, uh, overall, we um, ended up in a friendly, small neighborhood and had very friendly neighbors. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, it helped that we were considered American because I think the Swedes love Americans. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, yeah, great, yep. Americans, and we can speak English. And uh, so like, and let's we not say we're French. tell about the time we went on vacation to Miami. And uh, yeah, they loved it. Yep. <laughs> let's play the American card, like all the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never been more American than since I've lived in Sweden, for sure. Wow. <laughs> Just makes everything easier for me. It is the nice thing about being a dual citizen is mm-hmm. some sometimes, depending on where you are, you can pick and choose. Yeah. When we go on vacation, not to the U.S., but to other to countries else, in Europe, yeah. I usually just stick with the Swedish yeah. thing because, yeah. yeah, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one ever asks why my accent isn't... Because my husband, he's Swedish, and mm-hmm. he hardly has an accent anymore, yeah. so I yeah. guess it's not that strange. But. It just works that way, Yeah. 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 So what were some of the big differences that you noticed, like culturally, from either the U.S. or from France or from both? Well, I guess one of the funny anecdote from like um, pretty early when we arrived, we had a um, dinner at our neighbors, which was like a really nice surprise because all my colleagues in the U.S. um, told us like, you'll see you will never get invited to anybody's (laughs) home. And within a few weeks, we got Mm -hmm. invited. So we're like, okay, well, they lied or Mm -hmm. things have changed. We must be really (laughs) cool and really good at making friends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, And it was... I guess in the spring, maybe like the first the first days of mm. what the Swedes will consider spring, yeah. and so we had dinner and a barbecue, of course, and then we ate outside, and it started to rain, but the, no one wanted to go back inside, and we're like, <laughs> why yeah. are we staying outside? It's and we pouring down, freezing. <laughs> they brought blankets and outside heater. They'd open the parasol so it wasn't raining directly yeah, on us we're but we were all getting under like a parasol. big gushes of water down our neck every <laughs> once in a while I was like can we go back inside <laughs> no so that was was pretty funny mm-hmm. but I think like overall I think especially at the beginning like we got very welcomed yep by like our, our neighbors and like um, and other parents at the kids school that so yeah helps. we thought yeah. that um you know for for the first many months we thought that people were really overplaying that Swedes are shy thing. It's like, no, everyone's really friendly with us. Yep. And it that came, is, that it is how, it, how it worked for a, for a good few months. Yeah. yeah. And then when they got to know us, you know, they stopped inviting <laughs> us. I was <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that thing about the, in the spring, mm-hmm. as the Swedes would say, and then it's it's freezing and it's cold, but they won't go in. It's no. it's blankets. It's yep. heaters yep. outside. I have to say, we we have the same. I mean, we've but gotten to it too. I mean, when there's when there's possibility to breathe outdoor air you go for it you know exactly and that's the Mm -hmm. thing everyone here is so desperate to be outside Mm -hmm. that they usually they stay but i mean seasonally right now getting into winter and there's still some places that have outdoor seating and yeah blankets and we had a barbecue yesterday lunchtime in the woods 
that was that was <laughs> what the Swedes had organized as an event. Yeah. And it would, the, turns out it was really sunny. It was really nice. It was nice. nice. But like we grilled some corn, right? October. <laughs> it's ambitious. I, so I have a theory, and I think you know it's, it's obviously mm-hmm. lovely and outdoors and breathing fresh air. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's a shoe thing. People don't want to take off their shoes, and if you. Oh. Yeah, think about that. If you that. do it outside, you keep your shoes on. But you do it outside, you keep your shoes on. And also, if you want to go inside and you have like 15 people over for dinner, that's a hell of a lot of shoes. Like It is, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. And jackets. And yeah. jackets. Yeah, then it's going to take forever for everyone to find their jackets. And to, so. for people to leave and you're like, so you all right, so it's time. Exactly. Yeah. And then everyone feels like, oh, now we can go in and use your bathroom. Nope, nope. Let's just stay outside. <laughs> in Actually, fact, you, you let's take a, this out to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you, you notice the people like, 2.30 is like, well, our daughter has swimming at 3, so if we want to make that... Uh, <laughs> I have my shoes on, so... <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, they start negotiating with themselves about canceling the swimming, or uh, oh, the yeah. swimming yeah. was just a completely made-up thing in the first place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like laundry time. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have a laundry time at 4 o'clock. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to go. Sounds like worse than washing your hair. i got to go wash my hair and I have laundry yes. time. That is like a pretty... Um, the, the timing and like how people organize events or like dinner mm. parties it's very different from the french style oh yeah well mm. like here it's like you um you invited at six right so um french standards that's super early and also it is at six not at like quarter past or quarter past no so half past mm. it's at six and at first we we yeah <laughs> we do, for us in france it's flexible right it's like it's from eight Usually, like a dinner will right. be kind of from eight, not at eight. And then people arrive in the next kind of half hour to yeah. hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, and also in France, there's never, for a dinner party, there's never like, it's between eight and ten, right? It's It goes on. There's no, for, like, there's you no guys need to end leave. time. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, like, here you can see, like, people have already planned what time they will leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Know, we're guilty of it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually, when you have kids, when you yeah. have kids, it's it makes great. sense. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but still, like we, even with kids, the French they will not like no. No, no, plan no. that way, no. right? The kids, the kids will be crashed out in the corner yeah. uh, until whatever they're whatever. like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Of course, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a mm. big uh, cultural difference, yeah. but also the punctuality. Mm. It's like I'm still learning that. Five years in, I'm still like. <laughs> oh, you mean like the precise, right? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For like mm-hmm. a birthday party for the kids, for example, like our kids always get mm-hmm. there like the last. Yeah, day, like, like you get there four minutes late and you're the last one. <laughs> yep. <God. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this weekend we we had one, and I realized we arrived early for once, mm-hmm. and we were then ten minutes before the time. And I was like, well, we can't go now. This is way too early. And our daughter wanted to go, so we're like, okay, you go and most of the others arrive early. Mm-hmm. So like... And they were or, just kind of standing around. Or they wait to, uh, two minutes at the entrance before mm-hmm. they're just like, yes. ta-da, right on time. <laughs> People will wait outside until it's actually time mm-hmm. and then they'll ring the doorbell yeah. or yeah. go yeah. up. I'm thinking about the yes. amount of times my husband's had to like pull me back and go, you, you can't knock yet. You can't, no, you have to wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, see, we, we, as you were saying, like we don't have spouses you to don't have teach the suite, us this right? stuff, like so <laughs> we've kind of learned it the hard way a few times. Like, oh, we are the last at the birthday party. Okay, <laughs> and also like the the whatever the four p.m. pickup time for that kid's birthday party is super precise too. Mm-hmm. If you get there ten minutes early, you're. I mean, all the kids are still running around. If you get there ten minutes late. This is why I've stopped. Sorry, I'm going to sound like a terrible mother. I've stopped having birthday parties for my boys about like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. They're fine with it. Yeah. But also it's like, yeah, like 
three hours of nonstop kids and like there's no alcohol? Yeah, that's <laughs> right? So in California, it was kind of every other kid's birthday party had alcohol or okay. not. Um, in Scotland, parents, it was like, right? exactly. Like the, in Scotland, yeah. it was like every kid's yeah. party, even the yeah. one-year-old birthday, like there was alcohol because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how yeah. you survive. Yep, yep. <laughs> I also like how all the parents here just drop their kids and run. Yeah. Well, because there's I, no alcohol. <laughs> well, but no, but I think that's the way you do it, right? Yeah. But it's the same. It's free babysitting. Yeah, mm-hmm. in France it's the same. I think. Yeah. In, in California, it maybe wasn't. No. But our kids were younger, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they do now. Maybe they drop the but kids. But that's and how go. the parents also, you know, just kind of wanted to socialize and hang out. Yeah, yeah. So and in Sweden, yeah. no one really wants to socialize with strangers for no reason. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why a lot of people just leave Again, because it's just. Very I awkward. think it's free babysitting. Well, that oh, too. For you get a few hours to yourself. To yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, like, I, and again, dropping your kid off at some parent you've never met and just leaving mm-hmm. to me is totally unnatural, but I've gotten used to it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I mean, you have no idea who these people are, right? <laughs> I assume well, they're good when there's like, you know, 30 other kids there, but who knows? And there's no alcohol. I mean, but it, no I mean alcohol. It, it is yeah, sort exactly. of the Swedish attitude. It's like in the winter, you'll see baby carriages parked outside the cafe while yeah. people are sitting inside yeah. because well who's going to take your baby around here nobody wants your baby <laughs> <laughs> it smells and it's loud it's, exactly it's fine and you know we're not bringing that carriage up into this medieval building with all these stairs up and and no room yeah yep. people are quite trusting i, I think you have fun when it's your turn to host them yep. the party and have the kit we uh we we do it, but we limit the amount of kids. That's what yeah. we've done yeah. in the past. Yeah, like, not, so you're allowed all five friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no more. <laughs> yeah. But have you guys learned the very hard rule about the invite to the kids' party? For example, if you give one of your kids five invites, mm-hmm. you cannot tell them at school. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We learned, oh, we learned that. Actually. Yes. We got told mm-hmm. off um, yeah. mm-hmm. the first time about, about that. You have to deliver to their house oh yeah. now we mm-hmm. can do also text and stuff right yeah yeah but, but it's um, like to the individual person yes. if it's a party of five exactly. but it's the whole class then you can give it to the whole class exactly which yeah. i don't know if that's a swedish rule or if that's just a rule in um, general when i when i told that because we got told off for inviting only the girls and leaving the things in in the boxes at school my mom told me that no in california it was the same okay yeah, yeah. which okay. makes sense yeah. i guess it, it yeah. inclusivity it, it does and, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That made me think about one other big cultural difference, I guess, when you said we told off by the school. I think mm. that happened to us a lot at the beginning. Like, uh, we would always, always have the wrong clothes yep. and forget the gloves and the hats and, like, have the wrong overall. They had an mm. overall, but not the right one. Like, yep. not the one that has And we had no idea about the, the different ranges of it's rainy it's cold and rainy it's cold and rainy and snowy <laughs> like we did not know that you needed so many different types of kids clothes for all weather and they're very strict yeah, about yeah, it yeah. and they have a, a thing strict. so you're supposed to in the winter if your kid's going to be outside mm. it's what cotton uh, or cotton or wool underneath then you have to have a flannel layer and then it's the big waterproof <laughs> jumpsuit we Nobody are learning that as we speak <laughs> <laughs> We thought we had knowledge. We thought down, we figured it out, but that is new information. And then you See? have finger gloves, and then you have the Wet waterproof yep. mittens, yeah. and then yeah, you need a hat that covers mm-hmm. the ear and ears in our waterproof. Is there an instruction manual for this? Because this is something that so I think this all is parents. A website yeah. that we need to create. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> the the second 
Well, the first full winter, at the beginning of the winter when our kids were here, one of the teachers, I think she liked doing it to a dad more than to a mom, but pretty much every Monday when I dropped the kids off, she said, Charles, this week you need to buy these kind of gloves and this kind of jacket. And it, it honestly felt like every week she was sending me to spend a, a few thousand pounds on new kid mm-hmm. care. <laughs> because that stuff costs a lot. And those kids, they mess them up. So it's kind of hard to find used ones that are in decent conditions. Yep. Yep. I was always yep. like, go oh, God, we fast. can't afford yeah. all this. Mm-mm-mm. This is yep. like, the so first, much stuff. The first really year pricey. was crazy, all the stuff yep. we had to And you have to have snow boots, but then you also have to have rain boots. Mm-hmm. And then they lose and rain one pants. at school. Oh, God, oh. all yeah. the time. <laughs> Well, something I wanted to ask is, is there any decent French food in Stockholm? At our place? (laughs) (laughs) That's Heather's way of getting an invite for dinner. Mm. Uh We we haven't really sought out French food. There's a good cheese and salami shop near us. I was really excited when they opened because that's good stuff. What what is that called and where is it? In Naka? Yeah. Deli.se, I think. Uh, Delicatessen.se. Uh, they have a couple oh. locations, but there's one in uh, Orminga Centrum near us. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We don't French really. Restaurants yeah, we've not really, really been know. to like yeah. a French restaurant. I think like um, usually if we go out and like we probably more go to, well, try Swedish stuff or like fusion stuff or Japanese mm-hmm. <laughs> or <laughs> try something different than the the, the I was going to say that we cook, but no, that Charles cook. <laughs> It's the correct answer. (laughs) So we have the holidays coming up, and I thought maybe we could talk about the different traditions, because I don't know much about French holiday traditions around this time of Mm -hmm. year, and I would like to hear, like, what you guys do, and do you incorporate any Swedish traditions or any American traditions? Because I, I think a lot of us you know, that come here, we, we kind of pick and choose mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. we like. Yeah, it's good to have a wide catalog of things that you can select. Yeah. My what? first thought on that, um, I think Americans have it right uh, as far as the holiday season. Having uh, Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, like once a month during this mm-hmm. boring, dark, rainy, dull part of the year, no matter where you are in the world, I think that's really good to have like a rhythm of holidays to cycle through the autumn. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So one, like, I guess, big difference, right, is that uh, between the U.S. And, and Sweden, it's like in Sweden, they celebrate the day before, right? It's right. like... Um, on eves. Always. Yeah, on eves. Um, in France, it kind of varies, but it's also usually yeah. on eves. When, like, in, huh. in the U.S., it's day off, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. like Christmas Day and then... You get like the present the Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and then the next day is Boxing Day. When yeah. so in France, like it's mostly on eves as well, yeah. except that it's mostly evening. Like you don't make the whole day because the sweets they like they start like around lunchtime. Yeah. I would say, You're, yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. In France, it's like usually you um, a lot of families split between like um, in one family they will go the day before, the night before, and then they have like a lunch at the other parents or grandparents the the day off. So you kind of like split if they don't live too far. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's, that's one difference. So we, we always debate on like, um, when does, for the kids, right? Yeah, like when is when, it going to be present? Yeah, when yeah. is it going to be present? Like, is it like during the night that like <laughs> you have Santa coming and you can open your present the next day? Or like, how do we sell to the kid that they can have 
presents both days or like mm-hmm. <laughs> how do we make that happen but we usually have like um, a dinner on eve like yeah. uh and just kind of hang around the house playing with presents or whatever on on the 25th yeah, yeah. does santa come in france yeah yeah same thing like knock on your door is he santa though yep yes Not he's le père noel father christmas but he's got the same red suit yeah. and white beard and all that but you actually okay. see him like he comes to the house Santa comes while everyone's at church for Christmas Mass. Ah. Um, so in Sweden, for those who are listening and don't know, the Swedish tradition is that Santa comes to your house on Christmas Eve. What surprised me most about the Swedish traditions around that time of year is the whole Lucia thing. Like, I'd never heard of Lucia. Yes. Uh, the kids need to dress up as... Lucia or the gingerbread man or whatever the other options are. Yeah, so Santa. And, and again, at school, they just expect that you have that whole choice of costumes at home just ready That's to true. go. That's true. They yeah. don't really Every year, think about right? yeah. Every year, yeah, yeah, December 13th. And it's, it's getting better, though. I mean, like H&M has started to bring out a line of stuff and they're advertising yeah, you have it to better. know that you have to buy but them. You know, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're like, oh, this is a funny costume that kids wear at christmas yeah. nope this yeah. is no, this, this is a serious yes and yeah. and so if you're a girl it's the lucia gown if mm-hmm. you're a boy uh well, it's you can the choose. star boy yeah. yeah you can choose in daycare you can also be uh, a lucia. boy in the lucia gown yes in yeah today's they yes. have that yep that's normal and they're called mm-hmm. star boys and mm-hmm. they have um the, the, hat, the, the dance cap, uh, the hats, oh. and the the stars. But in daycare, they can also be. They're often a gingerbread men mm-hmm. or Santa. Santa. Or but I had the same challenge probably as you guys. The school sort of said, "Hang on." And I remember my husband being like, "No, you need to like the kids need to dress up." Because I'm like, "Oh, we'll just put them in whatever, right? Like <laughs> they can just wear their red snowsuit. Like what's the big deal, right? Mm-hmm. They're only going to be outside for t- yeah. no big deal. You must follow exactly." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, your kid is the only one left out because it's always some sort of celebration. Yeah, it ruins the whole Lucia experience. And I'm like, oh my God, the pressure. The The Lucia experience. The Lucia experience. But there's a lot of things like that in in Sweden where the tradition is very specific. Yes. Yes. Um, Like invite someone over to your house for lunch late August, early September and not serve crayfish. (laughs) <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so you have to have a Lusa bowler all through mm-hmm. December. Exactly. Yep. The specific oh, yeah, time the, of the, the year for... Yeah, the, those um, weekly pastry traditions are kind of cool. They're I really love crazy. the pastry traditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one fun. of the best things about some, Sweden. Like the, the, um, <laughs> Cinnamon bun day. Yeah, uh, the um, saffron buns around Lucia, and then the whatever, the big fluffy ones in <laughs> February. Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cream one. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, exactly. It's fun to have a few different things to, to go through, yeah. yeah. Since you guys have been here five years now and you have all this experience and we've just learned a lot, but like, what would you tell yourselves now, five years ago? Watch out for seasonal depression. That would be my thing. It's yeah. it's a real thing, and it's tough. <laughs> Can I mm-hmm. ask what yeah. you guys do to try to beat that? Because we've all got our different methods, mm-hmm. and that might be helpful. Yeah, so pre-COVID, uh, we traveled to Kenya in February every year. Why Kenya? <laughs> because it's super sunny and cheap and no uh, jet lag and uh, Same time super zone. Sunny. Yeah. 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 Wow. And you can actually um, go to the beach and no one really knows that. This like mm-hmm. tropical yeah. beach. Tropical beach. Oh, and it's, um, it's beautiful and uh, it's not... Because everyone else, I guess, goes to Thailand or... Mm-hmm. Or the Canary um, Islands. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and we're looking at that. Like the Canary Islands didn't seem warm enough. 
Yeah. Thailand with the two young kids seemed like too much jet lag and we just like if you straight go straight down south you know, where, yeah, yeah. yeah I think traveling was definitely one of, one of the thing and mm. also we usually don't really get the um, winter depression at the same time yeah. like uh, mm -hmm. for me the worst is like November beginning of December mm -hmm. I think that's when it's like the worst like November I really hate because the weather is terrible you never get you don't get to see the sun for the whole months, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, for you, it's more after... Yeah. yeah, for me, the the hardest part is like March, April, when like I want it to be It's spring. been too long. Yeah, and, yeah. and no, it just freezes all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can relate. Do you guys take vitamin D supplements? Yep. Yeah, yeah we, we do, do too. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, so pre-COVID Kenya, post-COVID... Yeah. Depressed. Uh, Kenya again, but during COVID, <laughs> it's just be depressed. Just be depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And drink just, alcohol. Yeah. A lot of alcohol. Mm -hmm. so, alcohol is good. So, I guess, uh, <laughs> and dinner parties with shoes on. Yeah. 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 We, had, uh, we also bought those lamps, right? Like, um, oh, the sad lamp? The, the special lamps. Oh, yeah, 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 Light yeah, the, lamps, like mm -hmm. uh, just whatever, to Whatever, ultraviolet or whatever they are, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they work? It and, uh, uh, no. Uh, I'm not sure. I think I can't tell either. I have one and I don't know if it's just a psychological thing or if it actually works. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I do it, but I don't know if there's actually a difference. There's also places you can go to that have light rooms and a lot of workplaces mm -hmm. have that too, mm -hmm. where you can go and sit and the room is all white and you, you're yeah. covered in white and it's the special light. Wow. And actually the maybe a good tip for Stockholm is Central Baudet in the middle of Stockholm has a cafe mm -hmm. and that cafe has the special yeah. lights mm -hmm. for depression. I remember depression. seeing those in, uh, <laughs> in a few shopping malls as well, just like a little spot where they've got those lights and some So smart, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll pack Everyone a picnic like bag and we'll go to the little special spots in the mall. <laughs> in yes. the Roblox, I remember right? seeing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a picnic there, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we usually discuss Swedish problems near the end of I think this whole episode's been about Swedish problems. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 we said some really great stuff. What did we say? Um, <laughs> Three things I love about Sweden. Can I go? Yeah. Can I, can I barge that one in there? Yeah. Uh, smoked salmon. Delicious. <laughs> um, uh, the Fjällraven jacket. The Fjällraven. Anything Fjällraven. Wonderful. Yes, and completely brand. weather appropriate. That's good. What else? What else? What else? They have some really good beer. That's, uh, we don't yeah. talk about that enough. There is good Swedish mm -hmm. beer. A lot yep. of good craft beer. Yep. How about you, All right, Gwen? Gwen, you you take the Swedish problem then. Oh, then I take the, the Swedish problems. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was going to say what I like about Sweden, but uh, um, Swedish problems. I think I had to put this right. <laughs> it's a hard one. With right? offending people, exactly. Um, no, I think honestly, it's and especially since the pandemic. I guess for us, it's been like even more difficult although we got really welcome when we arrived i think it's really hard for foreigners to really feel like they are part of the society i think like uh, and i i guess it comes from the fact that we don't speak swedish so um we've tried to learn that's another really swedish problem it's really hard to learn this language yes <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you speak english very well i think if you don't and you're not like um uh, if you don't speak English very well, then you're just like forced to learn. Mm -hmm. But I think if you do, it's really, uh, really hard. And to kind of feel like you are part of it and accepted and on the same 
level and have kind of a normal social life, I think it's really hard when you're a foreigner. No matter where you come from, I think you have a hard time to kind of like very, really integrate. And I guess it goes in the same vein, but I think there is like this conception of misconception that the Swedish society is very open and equal and that you have like... um, Everybody has kind of like the same changes and I think it's not really true. I think you can definitely see that. Um, and again, we come from like France and the US, so we're not like the one with not those chances, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, we're pretty well <laughs> placed, I guess. But it's not true that it's like very equal. And I think mm-hmm. that's, um, yeah. yeah. I'm reading actually an interesting book right now that as I mentioned is called In Every Mirror She's Black is written by a Swede I know um, that yes I've heard about this mm-hmm. yeah. yes we have some friends that have been posting about it yeah and it's really interesting so I'm because uh, uh, there's there's some really good quotes in that book and it's a fiction right and it's a story of like three um, uh, black women I guess who end up in Sweden from different background. Mm-hmm. Uh, for different reason, they kind of and they all tell their own kind of story, and it's very interesting how they describe the perception from um, from from the Swedes and like how they describe Sweden. Uh, so yeah, I'll d- recommend that from yeah, any I foreigner. Check it out. Uh, yeah, even and if uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a good it's a good book. But I think there will be other uh, Swedish problems. problems. Despite the weather and the darkness, they can't really <laughs> fix, right? <laughs> but what were, okay, what were the three positive things that you wanted to say? Yeah, I think the Swedish system for schools, when you're like, well, again, I get to say beer and you get to say <laughs> school. <laughs> uh, for young kids, it's fantastic. I yeah. love that the yeah. kids spend yeah. so much time outside, mm-hmm. no matter the weather and like if mm-hmm. it's dark or whatever, they're just outside mm-hmm all the time and they have a lot of space to be outside i think that's really really cool what else do i like about sweden i think like the swedes are really great to work with i really enjoy working with swedes i think it's like very easy and they like open and there's and it's not like compared to france for example when it's a very there's a lot of hierarchy um right and like here that kind of like Equal, <laughs> yeah. That, it's like that's really where great. the equality does come in a bit. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. is that there's not so much status, and no. everybody's mm-hmm. kind of a yeah. bit, Not everyone, I'm sure, but in general, it's very down yeah. to earth. I exactly. Like that too. You can walk up to like anyone in the company, whether it's like the CEO to the right. I guess front desk, and like have a discussion, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and people are more the, uh, the CEO. Yeah. You always refer to by their first name. There's no mm-hmm. titles. Exactly. So yeah. Very yeah, nice. There's not so much like ego as much as like, yeah, I guess in US or France. Actually, um, I, I like that in the schools too that you call the teacher by their name mm-hmm. versus by their first name. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so. been so hard to explain to people in the US. Yeah. Because I'll tell them, you know, the, oh, what? They'll ask the kids, who are, who's your teacher? Um, you know, Karina and Karina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you call your and, and yeah. they'll ask me, and I'm like, I don't even know her last name. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just know her first name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the doctor by the first name, which is weird, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem, I think. And like, uh, actually, if we talk about problem in Sweden, the, you do, just the, up the, the yeah, you hold up in another like. <laughs> 
I think like we have pretty good access like where we live. Mm -hmm. But what I think I found really hard is that many times I felt really uncomfortable and feeling kind of dismissed. It's like, okay, you go and you're not sure that you have something that curious, right? You go and they just tell you, ah, it's nothing. So uh, why didn't even bother to come, right? Like they, um, so then you stop going. I get the same experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think it's because we're foreign or is this how they treat everyone? I have no idea. I don't know. We have been told by Swedes that no, you have to like, you have to, you have to dramatize your symptoms a little bit. I have learned that over the years, like we, Mm -hmm. now it's a new system, but I've learned over the years, you do need to add on a day or two that you've had whatever Mm -hmm. problem you have. Otherwise they don't want to see you. (laughs) So if you're like, you know, I've, I've had a sore throat and I haven't been able to Mm -hmm. swallow for like two days. Nope. Gotta be, yeah. yeah, You want to (laughs) bring, it up to three or four oh, so when they say in. that you need to keep your kids at home for two days do they mean four yeah <laughs> or they probably they- do <laughs> but then have we just started a vicious cycle and that's the reason why they don't believe us because we're you know, over dramatizing things who knows yeah. right Maybe, mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. i think it's like it's it's really like weird because then you stop going and then t- you realize, well, I'm not going to go just for this little thing. And then mm-hmm. six months later, you still have that little thing. And you're like, okay, maybe I should do something about it. I mean, yeah. it happened to me yeah. pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but then we discover um, Cree. Yes. Yeah, and we then started to start fresh with so a new healthcare provider. Yeah, yeah. So we changed so this completely. Is the one that's on the cell phone where mm-hmm. you can do this online. And that was like, um, yeah. That was really uh, fantastic. I think, like, because then you get, like, same day and you talk to someone and they don't dismiss you and as if much. If they tell you it's nothing, you don't feel so bad because it was just five minutes on your phone. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't like, drag your sick self yeah. all the yeah, way over yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They don't tell you off for not speaking Swedish because that's also happened. <laughs> me too. Mm-hmm. That actually happened to me recently when yeah. I went to the doctor mm-hmm. and I started explaining my problem and she corrected my Swedish while I was explaining the problem. Oh, yeah. And I just should have left yeah. at that point. Yeah. because For me, it was more yeah. like, uh, wait, how long have you been in Sweden? And you still don't speak Swedish. Uh, <laughs> it's like that has nothing to do with why I'm yeah, here. Exactly. You know? Can I say though a positive about Kri and I think something that we tend to overlook in Sweden is that not many other countries can actually support a digital healthcare system yep. because we have person numbers. Mm-hmm. Right? So we actually have the ability to do something like this whereas if you go to another country yep. you wouldn't be able to do that to tie everything back together. So it's actually yep. a really, really cool yeah, and it, exactly. it does It does work really well. And I've tried um, Min Doctor mm-hmm. so that we're not favorizing. No one. It's a similar <laughs> system and it also worked. I also yep. got a referral yep. to see a doctor just like I needed. There's also Mindler, good. which if you want to do psychology or uh-huh. psychiatric mm-hmm. stuff, yep. like, yeah, there's, there's so many great mm-hmm. solutions here in the tech world. And yep. talking about the tech system, I was amazed last time I, so I saw a doctor on Cree, right? And then um, got a prescription and then decided, oh, I can actually get my prescription delivered. And yes. so from the Cree website, like click a button, got on like, can't remember what it's called, but uh, the site to actually buy or like purchase your prescription, right? Amazing. That then connect to your persona number and then connects to Swish. And you're like, and then they deliver to your door and like yes. all of that yeah. is the happening. User experience like, is and you yeah. just use That's seven amazing. websites that all <laughs> knew who you were at the same time yeah. and you didn't have to enter that password that you know, never exactly. remembered once. Yep. That, that in France, yeah. for example, forget it. Like yeah. I don't, mm. they're not there yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that was really amazing. <laughs> I was impressed. I was like, wow. 
and then delivered like next day. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've got you know a strict Swedish schedule here, right. and we okay. did invite you at mm-hmm. a certain time, and uh, okay. now mm-hmm. it's the time for you to go and. Yep. Well, okay, well, that's good because our bus is in four minutes. Exactly. Oh, of course, and you've got a laundry time, right? <laughs> thank you for uh, for having us. Yes, uh, thanks so thank so much. <laughs> <laughs>